best. Don't want to waste my time or a single dime on something high and dry. I love stalking fish and ripping lips. Yeah, I love spending my life out on the water. Welcome back to the second half of this morning's Gone Outdoors. Kyle Agri and Scott Brewer of Brewer Agri Outdoors. We are here at Shields, and uh, we're right with the music here. I love to spend my time out on the water, and this time of the year, it's out on the ice. And uh, we're joined this segment by Shields expert Nick Larson, and uh, we're going to talk about one of those areas that I, I don't care how long you've been ice fishing, and really any of the outdoor activities or sports that that a person might partake in. I think this is going to apply when it gets to this time of the year, one of the, the worst things that can happen is for you to get cold feet. And I don't mean that figuratively. I mean it literally. Uh, you get cold feet and all of a sudden your head is out of the game. You're not, you're not into it. You're miserable and things go downhill from there. Nick, thanks for taking some time with us this morning. And uh, we're going to talk about just that. We're going to talk about keeping our feet from getting cold. Mm-hmm. Sounds great. What uh, you you work with customers on a daily basis to to find solutions to this age old problem, and uh, let's just take it kind of uh, inward and work outward there because I, I mean it's there's there's multiple layers literally multiple layers to this. So when you're when we're talking about socks, um, that inner layer next to your skin and then the insulation we have, to walk us through what that looks like in terms of a recommendation for folks uh, who might be heading out on the ice. So, you know, a large misconception with, uh, with guys when they're trying to keep their feet warm is, uh, is they'll end up doubling up on their, their two-pack of cotton hane socks. But, uh, but it couldn't be further from the truth. Wool is, is definitely the way to go, especially when you're trying to keep warm. Not only is it, it better at insulating your feet, it also keeps your feet dry if you get a little too snuggled up to the heater. You know, some guys get a little cozy and, and then you sweat a little bit. So you want to make sure that you have wool on your feet to pull that moisture away and to actually insulate your feet and keep them cold. Nick, that's an interesting thing that you say there because I know for many years I always wore like a, a, a really thin liner sock under my wool. Is that still kind of the best practice or, or do you, do we go directly on the skin with, with our wool sock? That's still a, a very valid point of thinking. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I'd, I'd say most guys actually still do that to a certain degree. As long as what's touching your skin is, is actually a moisture management or a moisture wicking sock, either a light uh, wool sock or, you know, there's some synthetic fibers that uh that do the same thing and uh and then is wrapped around again by a heavier wool sock but anything stay away from cotton the old saying is cotton is rotten just to keep your feet warmer longer hey nick you know the reason why we're here at shields is because you guys are running this big sale and looking through the sales flyer i seen a few different brands of socks um you want to run through the brands just real quick to maybe give some people an idea as to what they might be looking for you know, there's there's quite a few different brands of wool socks out there. There's, there's no surprise to that. Uh, but the two that really stand out to me the most would be one brand called Smart Wool. Um, they've been around for I can't tell you how many years, and they have a superior fit and a, and a high quality wool content blend. The other one that really really comes to mind is Darn Tough. They have lifetime guarantees. You blow holes in your socks after heavy use and abuse, or uh, if you just need a sock that uh, performs to a high degree, they've got just that for you. With a lifetime guarantee, you know, you get a hole in the sock and they replace it. There's no question that. And as an outdoorsman, who doesn't like saying, I got a pair of darn tough socks? <laughs> yeah, absolutely, right? Yeah. 
I love it. I love it. I'm looking through this flyer as you're talking and kind of seeing all of these different uh, brands of socks there. And, you know, you've, you've got your socks, you've got your, that inner layer as we've been talking about, but then of course you go outward from there, right? We've got our boots and I know there's a huge different selection of boots that you guys carry. Lots of options, lots of different insulating levels. Again, talking ice fishing, Nick, what uh, what are some of your recommendations as far as brands or models that uh, ice anglers like to use? Yeah, so, you know, there's a, a couple that ring true, and, and one is always the tried and true muck boot. Everyone's heard of them, probably even abused a pair or two in their lifespan, but uh, they're known for having a, a great quality fit and a very warm rubber boot that uh, will keep you warm all season long especially when you're you're pulling up that auger and you're throwing water everywhere. It's nice to have a tall pair of rubber boots so that you're not getting wet feet. You know, I think that is one of the things that I have found over the years that's so important is to have those boots be waterproof. You just don't know when you're going to run into a slush pocket. You just don't know when that hole is going to come flooding up or, like you say, drilling a hole. Are all ice fishing boots waterproof nowadays, or is there still some variation in there? There's, you know, a couple of different ways to advertise if you're a vendor, and one of them is uh, is waterproof by treatment, so they just spray heavy silicone on it. That works, you know, for a few fishing derby events, but after that, they really get uh, pretty soaked up with water pretty quickly. The other version of waterproof is, you know, as it advertised, it is waterproof from top to bottom, either with Gore-Tex or, or with the rubber. Uh, rubber neoprene mix that they used to build those boots. So it's important to make sure that you qualify and clarify that question with the customer. I got a question for you, and this is a personal question, personal for me, mm-hmm. um, because last year, mid-season, I ended up buying some Baffin Impacts. And I'm just curious mm-hmm. as to what you say about the waterproof rating on those, because I see there there's some boots that you got on sale right now, too. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Baffin is a great brand because they come right out of Canada. They, you know, they build them to a high quality. Nobody gets colder enough than our northern neighbors, I would argue. As far as, you know, the, the waterproofing goes, They've got triple stitched leathers and they've got a, a waterproof membrane to them. So they should be nice and dry to keep you warm as well. I can't uh, find a different or a better vendor other than Baffin, uh, Corkers or Buck to, to keep you warm all season long. Yes, we, we want our boots to be waterproof. We also want them to wick the moisture. We're trying to get the moisture away from our feet. That's why we're using wool socks. Do these, do Absolutely. any of these brands breathe so that you can get that moisture out, but won't let the moisture in? The best one would probably be the Baffins. You know, don't get me wrong, the rubber boot is, is comfortable and it's uh, easy to get on and off. But, you know, rubber or neoprene breathes about as well as a, a target bag wrapped around your foot would. It's not a breathable <laughs> material and it is not a, uh, a, a long-lasting uh, material sometimes. But what I would argue is that the Baffin has a uh, superior build that has a little certain degree of, of breathability to it as well as keeping your feet dry. So I'm a big fan of them. This is great insight and great information because, like I said, when we opened this segment, nobody wants to get cold feet when you're out this time of the year. And and whether you're on a snowmobile, whether you're out on the ice fishing, whether you're you know just hiking in in the back country, this is great information. My last question, Nick, here as we uh, go into the last couple of minutes of our our segment, we want to stay warm. What do we do to measure warmth? Is it a uh, is it a, a number of insulation? Is it this boot is good down to, you know, minus 50 degrees? What's the standard in the industry nowadays as far as comparing model to model? A few vendors use a few different methods of, uh, of insulation. Some use what they call just neoprene. They just add a thicker set of neoprene, 8 millimeters, 4 millimeters, and so on. 
still use your, some vendors still use your tried and true Thinsulate, which is just a grid fleecy-like substance that they pack the boot with. And, uh, and some use the old traditional pack boot liner. And, and I'd say all are, are good, but it's a, a different preference because they all fit different and they all handle and they all wear different. Thoroughly. So the, the easiest way to compare it is in measures of uh, grams of Thinsulate. So like eight millimeters of neoprene, which is typically your mock boot or your corker's boot. That's about a 12 to 1400 gram insulate boot or thinsulate boot you get your lacrosse or you get your danners or what have you those are about 12 to 1600 grams an active rating of uh minus 60 or minus 80 and then you get your baffins which use the pack boot liners they don't use insulate or thinsulate liner weights or grams they just use the thickness of said pack boot and then they're rated to about minus 100 wow the tough thing to to take into consideration with uh, those ratings is that they're really considered active ratings. And so if you're moving, if you're walking, if you're wearing the appropriate amount of clothing, when it says minus 100, it's good to minus 100 as long as you're moving around. But as soon as you sit still, you usually shave off about 5 to 10 degrees every half hour pretty quickly. So as, as long as you're active, take those ratings into consideration. But most of us are sitting on a bucket in the middle of the water. So yeah, it's I'd all, a, it's all a relative thing, isn't it? Nick, exactly. uh, yep, we, exactly. We really appreciate you taking some time and coming down and visiting with us here and uh, and really thank you for all you do for the customers that come in. A lot of these boots, a lot of these socks are here in the current Ice Fishing Flyer. They are on sale, so folks, you're going to want to check them out at your shields. Uh, don't go away. We will be right back with another segment of this morning's Gone Outdoors. I love stalking fish and ripping lips. I love spending my life out on the water. 